1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a memorable night for Rangers A 2-1 defeat in Belgrade meant a 4-2 aggregate win For Giovanni van side, Who will now play Braga in the quarter-finals of the Europa League Elsewhere, Ange Postacoglu says David Turnbull is back Along with Jota and Abada for the visit of Ross County tomorrow And it's a huge weekend with St Johnston Motherwell Hearts Levy, St Mirren Dundee United And Hibs Aberdeen making up your Saturday offering. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, you've got Simon Donnelly and Hugh
2: Evans. The Rangers fans should now be making tentative inquiries about flights and accommodation for the Europa League final in Seville. Rangers got the bragging rights after knocking out Red Star last night. Now they've got the Braga right to think that they're in the semi-final after that draw today. The Portuguese Aren't as intimidating as the signs that Rangers have already beaten to get this far So now we go into the last round of domestic fixtures Before the meeting of Rangers and Celtic at Ibrox And I think that Celtic have got a harder game at home to Ross County Than Rangers have away to Dundee What do you think Simon? Good to hear he doesn't get
1: too far ahead of himself, Simon Donnelly The one game at a time mantra that you football yeah. players spout Is oh, not not on Hugh no key the for radar that.
3: I think Rangers fans would have been looking at the final, even before <laughs> they get through last night, but yeah, why not? You know the draw's been, I think, kind if you can not been disrespectful to Braga, but you look at the likes of they've avoided West Ham, they've avoided Barcelona. Uh, it's a good draw. They beat Braga a couple of years ago, so you know what? What's the what's the fear? Uh, they've, they've put out Dortmund, they've put out Red Star Belgrade. You know why not plan? You know and why not think big? But it's going to be interesting.
1: 01419511025 Rangers fans Sum up how you're feeling Scottish teams don't really get To the latter stages Of European competition anymore You are there You even know who you would play In the semi-final Atalanta or Leipzig Such is the way the draw Is structured So get all your thoughts in What did you make of last night How big an achievement is it To get to this stage all the talking points from Belgrade, your thoughts on Braga, your thoughts on going all the way, get them into us right now, 0141 951 1025, I'm sure Alan McGregor's name will come up, I'm sure Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will get some credit, there is a lot to get through, so pick up that phone right now and let us know what your thoughts are, 0141 951 1025, and the reality of this time of the season, Hugh, for Giovanni Van Bronkhorst, it's Straight back to reality It's Den's Park again On Sunday lunchtime Just as it was on Sunday afternoon In the Cup Celtic with the chance to stretch their lead first On Saturday The psychology of that Big games at the bottom These Premiership cards from now
2: To the end of the season Are going to be blockbuster Well I repeat I think Celtic have got a harder game Dundee are a shambles On and off the park And Rangers Easily took care of them in the Cup last Sunday They will Do so again this Sunday Uh, I think Celtic uh, need to be Respectful of Malky Mackay And Ross County And what they have done The last three games All won Uh, And uh, they will go to Celtic Park With Malky talking about Going out there With their chest puffed out uh, And they will fancy their chances So it's a really good game In prospect (laughs) And the Celtic fans Must be delighted to hear That Jota Abada And the one that Ange Postacoglu calls Dave Tambo Is back in the squad Yeah we'll get to the specifics of that later Simon But, but with
1: a, a European context as well That's the reality now isn't it Rangers need to go and follow up their impressive European stuff With more domestic wins Celtic need to hope there's a hangover Celtic will try and stretch that lead tomorrow first And, and put a bit of pressure on And it's it really is all happening from here on in
3: it is we're at the business end, uh, Gordon. But I, th- I, think both will win at the weekend. I think Rangers and Celtic will both win. I think uh, last week, you know, Rangers went and took care of business with Dundee after the Red Star Belgrade. I think they'll go and do the same again. I think although Ross County can score, that you know they've they've proved that they can get a result. I think it'll be difficult with Celtic Park. I think both Celtic and Rangers will tick these one off and move on to the next game.
1: Right, we'll get to tomorrow a bit later on. Let's deal with last night and what that means, you Rangers fans. Come on, I'm sure you've got lots to say for yourself after last night. So let's hear it. 01419511025. Giovanni van Bronckhorst is proud to lead Rangers to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. He thinks Red Star's early goal gave them belief, but praised the strong defending and Ryan Kent's goal, which killed the
4: tie. Very proud. I mean, it's uh, of course, we wanted to be in the, the next round, the quarterfinal, but uh, we knew, you know, we would uh, be playing a hard game, which it was. I think we uh, started really well, uh, but, you know, the, we conceded the first goal, so you saw the belief uh, in uh, for Red Star and also in the stadium. It was, uh, you know, they were preparing for a big night for them, so we had to... Uh, do a little bit damage control in the first half, uh, which we did, and uh, the second half I think we were much better organised defensively, you know, we did well with Ryan, of course with his speed, and um, I think the goal uh, made their belief uh, weaker, and uh, after that, you know, we controlled the game, um, and we were defensively quite, quite compact, and um, pity for the penalty in the end, but... Uh, Overall, over two games, you know, we're more than happy to be in the quarterfinals and to be um, to be uh, one of the last eight teams uh, left in this competition.
1: 01419511025. That's the number. David in Barhead is on. David, the manager, says he's proud. How do you feel seeing Rangers in the quarterfinals of the Europa League?
5: Yeah, I think I think we should really be proud. I think we've beaten the, the team who were obviously the favourites in Dortmund. Okay, minus the star striker. But we we should have beat them home and away. If morale if Morales's goal where he was filled and they didn't give the goal was a shocker. But I think we've 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 been given the best possible draw. I think we've been given Braga, who are, we have beaten before and are probably the weakest of the opposition. And then in the next round, we've managed. I mean, I don't think we've got any to fear from the other two um, that could mean meeting the semi final. And I think we should be rightly proud of what we're doing for Scottish football um, and the way we're playing. I mean, we rode our luck a wee bit against Red Star, but we still put the ball on the back of the net and didn't let them score too many. So I, can, I think we can be rightly proud of Rangers and for Scottish football to be to be playing and playing so well,
1: I think. Yeah, before we get to what lies ahead, Hugh, sum up the
2: achievement, the size of, of that achievement in getting to this stage. I'll take you back to square one. Rangers emerged from a group that had Lyon, Sparta Prague, Bromby. They then went into knockout stages, took care of Borussia Dortmund and Red Star. They are there on merit. The two games against uh, Dortmund and the Red Star, Rangers scored ten goals. Ten. So th- there's no question of riding their luck. Uh, they are there on merit. Mm-hmm. A goalkeeper who is having the Indian summer of all Indian summers, uh, who again last night at points in the game after Rangers were one down, he makes incredible saves to stop it getting any worse. And then Rangers, as I thought they would, scored away from home and that was effectively the end of the tie. They have lost the game on the night. But they deservedly went through on aggregate, I, and now I think the the draw is opening up for them. But I repeat, Borussia <coughs> Dortmund, Red Star, ten goals. Do you think it, is it particularly impressive, particularly especially
1: in this sort of current football climate with yeah. the way things are? It's only heading one way in terms of finance and the gulf between certain leagues. You, you look at the quarter final draw: it's Bundesliga, Serie A, English Premier League, Bundesliga, La Liga. And then of course Leon are in there from France Which is yeah. not exactly A tiny league either and, and then Rangers Scottish teams Getting to these stages There's a reason It doesn't happen very often
2: I yeah. would imagine I mean 14 years uh, Since the, the last time It happened And again It was Rangers um, I think you have to give Credit to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst He came in The uh, cup game Against the uh, had been lost At Hampden He had nothing to do with that Could not get involved In that And then league points were dropped and let the fans be honest and David on the line, I'm sure, will remember fans on here who were critical of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst but he has come good with those European results against Borussia Dortmund and Red Star. I can only pay tribute to Rangers and the depth of strength that they have, the quality that they have shown and, as I say, no one is riding their luck anywhere they are there on merit. What do you make of the achievement getting to this stage, Simon?
3: Fantastic. Really, really good for Scottish football. Uh, I listened to a couple of comments today and David touched on it there as well. Dortmund not having Haaland. They had other top players in their team. They're a the top team. Red Star, Belgrade, another good team. Uh, and there was comments in the radio down south today about riding the luck and the keeper seeing them through. But Rangers are there in merit, as Hugh says. They've scored goals, I thought they would score again last night to to kill the tie They did that in the second half And you know the mentality as well was there Because after 10 minutes when you're 1-0 down They would have been disappointed, it was a sloppy goal to give away But they kind of took the sting out of the game after that I think McGregor has a save just after Then they took the sting out of the game They showed enough going forward that suggested that they would score And that proved to be the case Killed the tie Mm.
1: So you're dreaming of going all the way David At that stage Yes I, I think
5: I don't think there's any reason why we can If we keep playing the form we do I was hoping we could One of the things I thought was I'd love to get West Ham The chance to beat them And just shut up all these English people Who go on about how poor our league is And poor our, our team is And how it's a, a, like a, a, we, we are, They are so superior to us in every way I would love to have the chance Like we did against Leeds United years ago To just shove it down their throats That we're not as bad as everyone makes out. We're a good quality one of day A good quality footballing team Who can beat the best teams in Europe And we've proved that over the
1: last months Yeah there there would have been something nice about that Hugh they might meet But it's going to have to be
2: the final Well I tend to take the professional footballers view That never mind playing West Ham United And the, the Battle of Britain and all that Give us the fourth best team in Portugal I'd rather the fourth best team in Portugal if I were a Rangers supporter uh, than West Ham United and that's why David can sense the pathway to Seville opening up. Thank you very much to David in Barhead
1: 01419511025. I suppose this early in the show let's put it the same way to Roger in Oddingston. How would you sum up, Roger, the achievement of getting to this stage? Uh, You know,
6: it's it's beginning... Sorry, good evening panel. How are you doing, gentlemen?
3: Hi,
1: thank you, Roger.
6: Yes, uh, I, I think that um, it's becoming the norm, I think. I know I'm being kind of blazier or flippant as a Rangers fan, but it's becoming the norm now that we're getting this far. Um, certainly uncharted territories as we go into the quarterfinals. Look, over the moon, um, I, I I must admit, I went over to the, the local with my two sons last night, and even at 3-0 up, I didn't think that the game... Was over. I thought it's a hostile atmosphere. I thought they created an absolute unbelievable atmosphere. It was very very loud, very intimidating. But I think Simon touched on it earlier on as well. I think Rangers are game managing a lot of European ties very very well indeed. Um, and yeah, a Mars over the moon. And you never know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, in terms of the game, and it was a defeat last night, Simon. Yeah. You're you're bound to not forget that, but it, it doesn't become, <clears throat> you know, the, the most important thing when you've no. won four two. On Agri over the piece, what did you make of the way Rangers got through this tie?
3: Professional and experienced, and that team, a lot of these players have, even in Stevie Gerrard's tenure, they've experienced decent runs in Europe, and that shows uh, they're learning all the time. They negotiated the the Dortmund tie the, the the previous round very comfortably. I think I said last week there was only a... A period just before half-time where Dortmund looked as if they could maybe turn it and that was put to bed at the start of the second half. They get a 3-0 win last week, which me and Hugh were on the show on the Friday night and said it was as good as done, uh, and that proved to be the case. Last night, yeah, uh, Belgrade got a goal right to the death, a penalty kick. That, but Rangers, I didn't really think at any time the tie was running away from Rangers last night. As I say, that the ten, the goal after 10 minutes... That's when the real test comes in Because you've you've got that hostile atmosphere That everybody talks about I've seen teams where the roof caves in You know when an early mm. goal goes in That didn't happen McGregor pulls off another great save A couple of minutes later And then they did They took the sting out of the game They managed it well to half time
2: You asked us last Saturday Gordon on the programme Give us a percentage In terms of your confidence About Rangers getting there And I said to you at the time 100% the tie is over Wow Because Rangers have Earned a reputation For themselves now I I mean In Super Scoreboard And Braga tonight They're not feeling too great I don't think About Rangers coming their way uh, Because they have Earned respect The the Borussia Dortmund uh, Two leg tie Was the game changer Uh, That made Europe Sit up and take notice Uh, They've taken Red Star they may have lost last night, but it's an inconsequential loss because four two on aggregate is just fine, thank you very much. Imagine the Portuguese Hugh Evans. Yes. I wonder what his story is, honestly. Well, we'll maybe go. We'll, we'll go. We'll maybe look
1: into <laughs> that. Uh Roger, if you could have handpicked an opponent to come out of the draw today, who would you have chosen?
6: I think I think I just saw the semi final quarter final draw would be it, to be honest. But I'll say one thing, it's, uh, it's jolly exciting um, being a Rangers fan right now. As I said earlier on, I think it was touched on with the guys, uh, the reputation we're getting. And, and I mentioned, I'm not being flippant, Blase, but the, the norm now that we're getting there and frankly, it's even Gerrard. Uh, got us where we are, and certainly Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is doing exactly the same. And incidentally, I, I was a caller who phoned up a couple of seasons ago who was sacrificed winning the Scottish title to win a European trophy. If I I remember rightly. I think your your, um, your um, phone lines lit up like Christmas tree, um and I think there was a mixture of the Rangers fans thinking, "Oh, we've no, got you in the title all the time." I said, "No, I've won, we've won it 55 times, only won, one trophy." i was born 1 in 64, so I remember, bigger Remember '72. member 72 officers there, down there in 2008. That's where you want to be. You want to be at that big table with other clubs. And as Hugh rightly says, there's a reputation of Rangers throughout Europe. No doubt like come to Ibrox.
1: Yeah, I mean, Roger says it's, it's the norm. It's not the norm, because no Scottish team's been to this stage since uh, 2008. But I, I get what he means in terms of this is not an overnight thing where Rangers just suddenly... Have had a couple of good games in Europe Since yeah. really the start of that Steven Gerrard This this has been coming They've got to the previous round A couple of times Been knocked out It's, it's been a
2: progression They've made last 16 Three seasons in a row Now they've made last eight uh, And They've done so On the back of Big results Against big teams From bigger leagues Than the one that Rangers play in And the progress this season From Lyon Sparta Prague Bromby Borussia Dortmund Red Star What more do you want? That's why you're in the position you're in How important is that journey Do you think Simon? Because if you're
1: James Tavernier Or you're Conor Goldson Or Well most of the guys really Because it's, it's a fairly settled team Alfredo Morelos Over the last couple of seasons You've played Borussia Dortmund You've played Benfica You've played Porto You've played Leon, You've played Villarreal Then the list goes on and on Of course you would respect Braga But you're hardly going to be fearful now, are
3: you? I don't think they will be I don't think they will be What it does Results like Dortmund Give you huge belief Huge confidence as a player Uh, The two seasons before The runs that they were on European football It gives you experience of it Uh, They learn from it They come back They build They get stronger But it, it must give them huge belief I mean, we were talking about it After the Dortmund game And saying it's detrimental to... Uh, the domestic game I think it's the opposite I think players When they get results like that Go into the next game I said it uh, Last week 10 feet tall They're, they're so confident and They believe they can do it And I think that's what's happening With Rangers I think they'll look at that tie today Braga As I say I think they can, they'll they be looking mm. At the semi-final You know The, the, the draw's been kind They've Barcelona Transitional period But still No mugs They've got a really good team there Obama Yang's started to score goals for them Uh, Leipzig are strong Atalanta strong West Ham I watched last night A a big physical team
1: Roger's saying He would
2: have Handpicked Bragg If he could have
3: Yeah So I I think Rangers Will be looking at that draw Relishing it
2: It's the classic West of Scotland Dilemma here Do you want To win the European Trophy Would you sacrifice it If Celtic won the league Classic West of Scotland Dilemma Uh, And then they'll both be In the Champions League Group stages next season Oh midweeks will be fun then But Roger's declared himself Roger would would take The European trophy He thinks that That is the Where the prestige lies But I guarantee you It's probably 50-50 Among the Rangers support
1: 01419511025 Get your thoughts in then Let's hear from you And we'll catch up With you next
0: you are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here But I have to put my cards on the table There is no chance you two are going to be my favourite duel Of the evening oh. Because did you listen on Was that Wednesday night, Tuesday yes, night? Yes I, I listened from Kilmarnock to Kosovo Do you remember those two? Was yes. it John and Jack? They were driving all the way Jack from, 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 <laughs> from Kilmarnock to Belgrade well, obviously, they're on their way back, I would assume, somewhere, and we've got them on the phone. How's it going, gentlemen? Good Hello, good, all
7: right? <laughs> Where are you? We're actually in Austria at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually 40 miles from the border of Germany, so we're getting there, we're making good inroads.
1: And what is the estimated time of arrival in Kilmarnock?
7: estimated time of arrival is quarter past three tomorrow afternoon. Oh my- <laughs> no, not long to go now guys <laughs> not,
1: not long to go he says the ge- Celtic will be kicking off Against Ross County By the time these two are home For folks in Comhairle, They're battering up the road That's all always- Unbelievable Which one of you can't drive again?
8: Jack can't yeah. drive
1: never. Jack can't drive So Hugh Evans, You've met a A like minded yes, individual Jack you, is Lord Lift You <laughs> have had many lifts In your time Ever had a lift
2: To Belgrade and back? No No Even that Is beyond me See, now I know the
1: answer to this, you two, because we speculated about it when we had you on before, but now we know the answer. Was it worth it?
7: Yes, Absolutely. Yeah, it for definitely. Even better, we've afternoons been occupied by booking. We're travelling to Braga now, so that's another bonus for us, so... What do you mean booking? I thought you just drove everywhere. I uh, we've drove to about everywhere now, but we're actually flying to Braga. I'm away on holiday oh, that week with my wife and kids, and I'm you having to cut a cut of short to go to Braga. So <laughs> You're I'm the good guys. You've got to... I they've think got need going to drive they've,
3: they've got a drive now, now that they're through to that, nah, train, he's got, to drive he's got other things
1: on his mind. Be honest, did you fear the worst? When that goal goes in after nine minutes, are you thinking we still get this drive back to Kilmarnock or did you always have faith in the team?
7: Definitely, you go there and you think keep it tight for the first half hour, try and no concede, see how it goes for there, but when you concede after a so early then, you think Jesus Christ But I always thought we had a goal in this to be honest We had plenty of chances in the counter attack in the first half We couldn't take advantage yet But I just thought John Lundstrom was absolutely superb last night quite coloured everybody grass And he's been great since he come in the last couple of months
1: Yes yeah, Simon do you know what I knew there would be a few players who would just get mentions Without us having to bring it up Obviously Alan McGregor would be one of them I had a feeling Lundstrom would be there or thereabouts What have you made of his contribution recently?
3: He's been first class He's been really good uh, Flexible Can play various positions Popped up with a fantastic goal against Dortmund But I, I keep saying I, I seen him pre-season against Real Madrid And I thought he was really good And then for whatever reason Wasn't favoured Never got a run in the team uh, Maybe took a little bit of stick off Rangers supporters as well at a, at a point So He's maybe changed the opinion uh, similar to McGregor of late, where we've had people phone in here suggesting that he should have been rested. These guys have stepped up, but he's he's been one of the Rangers' main players, particularly in Europe.
1: Um, both of you, John and Jack, you've, you've booked the flights. How do you feel about the draw? Are you happy to draw Braga? Is that as kind as it could have been? The best,
9: the best draw you could have got, to be honest, if you're a hand-picked draw. It's not great because we've been there before, you want something different, but you'll take it.
2: These two would not have been happy With London Would they That's
1: just Nothing to these guys I'm glad
2: it wasn't West Ham for Continental travellers I mean I, I assume gentlemen You'll be back uh, After three o'clock tomorrow Then you'll get that cat nap You were talking about The other night And then you'll be driving to Dundee
7: Yeah Then parking Sunday No doubt about that That is incredible be there Honestly
1: <laughs> The commitment is absolutely fantastic I feel like we might need to make it th- I think we might need to get these guys <clears> on Every day at the moment Producer Callum Because we need to find out If they make it back By 3 o'clock tomorrow And then we need to find out If they make it to Den So um, Just send an invoice over guys We'll get you back on <laughs> No problem oh, man. i tried like to get him
7: shouted, shout To Jim for Comarnock To say you a notice To your wife To get this braga book Because he wasn't allowed To come to Serbia
1: <laughs> oh, Jim and <Inko> Comarnock's <laughs> under the thumb He's not allowed to go The guys have shamed him On national radio There we go uh, I, I, That's It in a nutshell
2: That is what football does to you Hugh Kevens. Not yeah. to you but to some people. Well, devotion above and beyond the call. Uh but that is the nature of uh life here in this part of the world. That's why it's all so fascinating. When did they set off? Uh so we spoke
1: to them on Wednesday night, say I don't know, at half six, seven o'clock, and they were just they had just arrived in Belgrade. Right. And that was a thirty. So they had left hour. they had left on wow. early on Tuesday. A day and
3: a half journey.
1: Do you know what I loved it's about like Jack's it?
3: Jack's just slept most of the way.
1: He said uh, on the way there he was the one doing the singing to right. to keep John um occupied. We we put a clip of the guys on Twitter um, from the previous uh, appearance on the show and they were great at describing the route. They were saying, yeah, through the Netherlands and you cut up Austria and down Kosovo and Bosnia and see the amount of people that replied saying, actually, I, I don't think that was the right decision. I, I don't think you should go through. And I thought, mm. <laughs> how do you know these things off the top of your head? The, the guys have shown unbelievable... Can control. you imagine me navigating my way there? Nope. No. no, absolutely not. Um, and there we are. It's another one who... Very openly saying, yes, would have hand picked Braga. Um,
2: um, every Rangers fan has said that. You know, they've looked. Um, Rangers a couple of years ago uh, had a very exciting tie with Braga and uh, got there in the end. At a point, it looked a bit precarious for Rangers. But I come back to it: the Braga at the moment are fourth in their league uh, and are not as formidable. As others that Rangers could have drawn, so um, it I is the I'm, best draw. Am I
3: right in saying that Red Star beat them as well in the group stage? Yes. So I know one, that's yeah, one not win, always, and one draw. Not always the, the proper gauge, but you know it shows that. The, I think Rangers, as mm. I said, they'll be looking forward to this.
1: Ah, there are always different ways to to measure day, up because Lyon are tenth, you, oh. the French mm. league, and they ain't bad. Um, and you know they're still in this stage of the competition as well. And Rangers faced them earlier, so. Um, not always as as uh, Simple as, as That I think They were deducted one point Leon I think Were they um, But they still uh, wouldn't climb them up uh, Too much at the moment We've got another Jack on the line But let's hear more from Giovanni van Bronckhorst Quickly He's praising The goalkeeper Alan McGregor After a string Of impressive saves Last night
4: Well very important I mean you're, You know I think he's been amazing Over the two games Also the home game He saved us Of course the penalty But some cr- crucial saves as well and uh today was was the same, you know, at the moments he need to be there, he was there. So of course a player with a lot of experience. Uh and uh you can see that in these moments, especially in these environments, is a, you know quite a good environment to play in. But uh he kept his calmness and um you know at, at crucial times he uh he was there so I'm really happy for Alan with his performances of course, but uh you know, I think the, the team uh, played really well with a lot of character and, um, you know, to come to this um, stadium, you know, with the uh, atmosphere that, that that's here. I think it's a, a very good achievement for us to uh, to go through after two games. So, happy with his performance, happy with the, the team performance and, you know, again, a proud moment for all of us.
1: back is a Rangers fan. This one's a bit closer to home than the Austrian-German border. He's an he's East Goldbride. um Jack, sum up how you're feeling as a Rangers fan tonight.
8: Uh, I am quite quite proud of the team, to be fair. Um, I'm, I'm only 20 years old, so I'm quite young to remember uh, Manchester 28, uh, 2008. Sorry, yeah. um, but I think it's an am- amazing achievement to, from what we were um, in the group stages, and what it was do or die for one game. Um, we we won that game And now we're in the last eight It's just It's unreal to be fair
1: Yeah and uh, that's where I guess Hugh the manager would need to take A lot of credit We speak about the the sort of Specific moments The the in-game changes Against Borussia Dortmund And and making tweaks here and there Um, But as Jack says He had to Or as Jack alludes to He had to take over During a group stage campaign That Rangers weren't Guaranteed to go through Far from it They still had work to do He had to come in Hit the ground running Take
2: them through And then negotiate the The rounds afterwards He examined Giovanni van Bronckhorst's Time in charge It's incredible Uh, The Mullowall game 2-2 After a two goal lead for Rangers 2-2 And his substitutions were booed At Ibrox Uh, At the same time As points had been dropped At Ross County Uh taking a hiding off Celtic at Celtic Park. He's taking care of Borussia Dortmund and Red Star in the last eight of Europe. Uh, it's an astonishing story of highs and lows, uh, of fans turning on him and then fans lauding him for what he's doing. But uh, Jack, 20 years old, uh, too young to remember Manchester, Dick Advoca and everything that went on there. Um what a time for A 20 year old To be alive And watching his team Doing what they're doing now I was going to say Jack A Rangers fan of your age
1: For a long time you you you'll have just heard of people Talking about Title wins And European football that, There must have been a stage When you, you couldn't really imagine Getting to A European final Just given the age that you are
8: Yeah definitely um, When I was younger like My granddad used to take me To the football and that um, I think I must have been about Eight maybe the last time we won the league um, And then after that We've not even really been in Europe So But the last couple of seasons We've been
2: fantastic When uh, Jack is in his formative years Let's say 12, 13, 14 He's watching Rangers play Peterhead And Dannon And Sterling Albion And not doing too well against Sterling Albion Into the bargain uh, Losing to Alowa After being 2-up And losing 3-2 at Alowa so for people of Jack's age To be standing here tonight March 18, 2022 Rangers on the last date of Europe It's all a bit of a dream for Jack
1: What about the draw Jack, Braga? What do you make of that?
8: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy with that to be fair uh, I was I was kind of hoping for either Barcelona or West Ham To give us that wee bit of a challenge But uh, like that a couple of seasons ago We bet Braga So we know what, we know what they're like
1: I feel like those two names just kept coming up. That was that, that was your glamour choice, yeah? Because Barca are Barca, and you're going to the new Camp, and all the the stuff that surrounds that. And then West Ham, it's your English Premier League, it's Battle of Britain. Were they the standout, glamorous options?
3: I think they're the obvious ones. I think Bar- Barca the, the biggest name by sure. far in yeah. that eight. Uh, as I say, they're not anywhere near what they were the last 15, 20 years yeah. Possibly the best club side of all time, but they've still got good youngsters coming through. They've got a, a good manager who's uh, rebuilding there, and as it's, as you say, the new camp going to the new camp uh, would have been fantastic experience for guys like Jack if he could have got there.
10: Mm.
3: Now they have to get to the final to to play them, but yeah, they, they were the two that you would probably have, the Scotland England thing as well. Yeah. West Ham, we've, we've we've seen that over the years with different. I think Celtic against Liverpool, Celtic, Man U, Rangers, even, Man United.
1: Even Celtic Blackburn was enough to bring yeah, that yeah. out. It didn't yeah. need to be one of the... And it's that
3: thing, it's the nature of us Scots, yeah. you know, you want to go and do well against the English. Uh, so that would have captured the imagination of the the whole country. Uh, so now the challenge and the incentive is the only way you're going to play one of those get two to the is final. you have to get to the final.
1: Just listening to that clip from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst speaking about
2: his goalkeeper, Hugh oh. Keevans, and and how can you not... How would you sum up his contribution to this run? Again, he, he comes into the Giovanni Van Bronckhurst mould because heavily criticised for league performances. Ross County 3-3, Motherwell 2-2 uh, and heavily criticised on this programme uh, along the lines of I think he should pack it in now uh, and John McLaughlin should come in but at points in the games against Borussia Dortmund and Red Star... He has made saves that have stopped the game going in a direction that is away from you. And he's kept them in it. At 1 0 last night, he's making saves before half time that are destroying morale where Red Star are concerned and creating that environment where Ryan Kent can score the goal that effectively finishes the tie. So if Rangers get to the final, he will be. Possibly the number one reason why.
1: Thank you, Jack. Call 1419511025. What did you make of Alan McGregor's performance? Any of the other talking points that we've missed from last night? Get your calls in. It was a good night on this front as well.
0: Slide 1 Super Scoreboard Golden Goals
1: This could be the weekend that we break through the 20 grand barrier on Golden Goals. Most of you will know by now, but if you've missed it, here's how it works. It's pretty simple. Every time Celtic or Rangers score a goal, we throw at least 250 pounds into our cash jackpot. Last night Rangers scored. Thank you very much to Ryan Kent, and it means we're now at 19,200 and 50 so Celtic host Ruscoin tomorrow easy for me to say Rangers head to Dens on Sunday so the goals from those games could easily push us past 20 grand and one of you lot has to win it by the end of the season so you'll get the lot tax free but only if you enter by texting GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 Uh, you can also find the terms and online entry at Clyde1.com it is £2 to text plus your standard message rate over 18s only this includes Europe It includes the Premiership, it even includes the Scottish Cup. So, with that in mind, the lines close at 6pm Saturday, the 21st of May, which is Scottish Cup final day. And a final reminder from me if you want to be involved, it's text goal to 61025. We'll take more of your calls next. 0141-951-1025.
0: 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish Football's league leader. Clyde one super scoreboard.
1: Hugh Evans is here, Simon Donnelly as well, and lots of thoughts still to come, I'm sure, on Rangers' progression to the quarterfinals of the Europa League, the draw against Braga, the fact that it's Atalanta or Leipzig thereafter, the small matter of Dundee away in the premiership on Saturday By which time it could be a 6 point gap For Celtic Because they play Ross County On Saturday So there is a lot happening Pick up that phone Just like Delboy In Edinburgh has done Delboy what's your point tonight?
10: Uh, how you doing guys You alright? Yeah good thanks um, For me um, I hear he's talking about What's uh, men important to Rangers fans Europe or the league For me it's The league There's nothing Better for me than winning a league as a Rangers fan. Having a good run in Europe is fantastic. It's great beating all these teams and, you know, scoring all these goals in Europe. But it's, in the long run, Europe is going to be, you know, a luxury. But for me, winning the league, especially after last year, not, not being able to celebrate with the players in the stadium, stopping 10 in a row, I think this year it's, a lot more important for us to win the league we need, we need to win the league this year We need to date with our fans there So that we can celebrate properly
1: I get what you mean generally About Europe being the sort of bonus And, and the league being the bread and butter Dell, but if we're talking Rangers in the quarter finals How can that, the thought of winning the Europa League That's not a luxury That's got to be more than a luxury surely
10: Well no, no to me it's a luxury well, Even
1: even winning the Europa League would be a luxury uh,
10: well, in, in well, what I mean in in a sense is that it's it's only going to happen maybe once every twenty five, thirty, forty years.
1: Exactly, that's my point.
10: <laughs> yeah, but uh, that you know what I mean is what I'm trying to get across is for me, it's infinitely more important that we win the league because that is what Rangers. Buy all these players for. That's what we invest in. That's why we spend all the money to get, try and get the best players available to us to come and win the league and to come and win the Scottish Cup. And this is league. one
1: of these things that just sort of comes up. <laughs> I'm not asking anyone to pick, by the way. It just sort of grows. No. These conversations just, just happen. I don't, I don't care if people uh, feel
2: the need to pick or not. What do you think, Hugh? I'm a born and bred Glaswegian. Mm-hmm. I've never lived anywhere else. Yeah. I came up during a time when. Rangers and Celtic supporters said I would rather beat Celtic Four times And not win the league uh, And vice versa That's nonsense isn't it? Well, It has to be Of course but you're talking about Basic instinct Mm. Versus the width of your vision I understand what you're saying entirely And Dale is not Coming down the road with you Because you're saying Of course you must take Europe Because it, it It Happens so infrequently Rangers last won a European competition 50 years ago So I understand what you're saying But when I lived in Partick And Drumchapel And the Climbank Celtic and Rangers supporters They must have Hmm. superiority Over the other lot Or life is not completely fulfilled how would winning
1: the Europa League Whilst your rivals went out In the Conference <coughs> League Not be superiority
2: no, Because On that front Because The day-to-day business of life here Is that Celtic must be superior to Rangers Or Rangers must be superior to Celtic That is what enables you to Go to work With a smile on your face To get at your pals Who support the other lot It is the day-to-day mm. business of life That the bragging rights for the old firm fans Are the most important thing In the world I will
1: keep repeating it For anyone who's just tuned in I'm not asking anyone to choose You don't have to choose You might even fancy your chances of going in t- To win both Right? I-, I don't don't mind I'm not asking people to choose It, it does kind of come up though in-, in terms of priorities Simon What do you make of Dale's point? It seems like Dale and Hugh are on the same uh, Song sheet
3: I don't know We spoke about it at the break there And you kind of gave me a different view on it. I, I'm not as old as Hugh but obviously, I still think that one upmanship and the great rivalry. They, they, we were talking there in the break about the booze at Ibrooks when a couple of weeks ago, yeah. came back to draw two each. That, that's because they've gave away two points there in the title race. That suggests to me that. They still care a lot about this title Mm. race I think both Celtic and Rangers fans want to win it However I get what you were saying in the break About how often does this come about I I was at 2003 in Seville I'd I'd left Mm. Celtic but I went as a fan And it sticks with you Memories like that That's what this game's all about Memories like that It'll be the same for Rangers that went down in 2008
1: to Manchester I agree
2: with you for purely practical reasons That to get into the, the Europa League final Win it And then you have Automatically gone into The Champions League Well that, that's the point isn't
1: it Because every At the start of this season That's why everyone said That this season Was so important Now remember yeah. last season It was because Celtic Were going for 10 in a row And that would yeah. have been You know Again Written into the history books And Uh Rangers needed to stop it Now I'm not downplaying this title You can't possibly Because they're all important They always are But there's no 10 in a row at stake There's no 9 in a row at stake For for everyone at the start of the season What was really at stake Was that Obviously bragging rights yes But the automatic entry to the group stages
2: Of the Champions League Which you would also get If you won the Europa League I think you're uh, Making a perfectly sound Unarguable case in
1: a part of the world that's not sound.
2: Because that's what you're telling me. Because <laughs> the rivalry is in the DNA. Yeah, see exactly. <laughs> it's not
1: in, it's easy for me to say. Fans of wee teams <clears throat> just look on at this stuff and think, wow. Um anyway, right, thanks to Dell. Uh, I think Jim and Greenock might have the opposing views, so we'll maybe get a bit of a balance. Jim, what's your take?
11: Hello, good evening, gentlemen. Hi, Jim. The i I worry you can tick me off. I worry of I'm in your camp here. I'm just after <laughs> phone, in, but i am getting I've got three sons and a daughter, and they go to the games. My son is actually only back from last night. He arrived at five o'clock this morning, and I put the question that you, uh, uh, Shugster, said earlier on, and he thinks he, he's right. See, fifty-fifty. Would, would you comment on it, or would you know? Would, would you like to win a league, or would you know? But this is No, Dad. All day long we would take a European trophy. And as the shogster says, it's bragging rights. But all depends what generation you're going to go for. Because, as I say, I've had an uncle and a father-in-law. They were on Barcelona. I'm at age. all only went to Manchester. But it's what age group that you find? But your a You're 100% right. It's bragging rights. But, a young team all want a European trophy over
1: the league. I love that Jim's gone and
2: done market research on this with his own family, <laughs> yeah. just to, to, to back up the point. I love that, but I think Jim Jim makes a, a perfectly pertinent point that it, it possibly is a generational I, thing. I wonder if that's a bit simplified. It might be in Jim's well, case say, because
1: the older you are, then right? Or say you're of a of a middle ground. Say you're not quite as old enough to remember Barcelona, uh-huh. but you've watched Rangers win. And I don't know I can't count them up or I'm Not that not that clever You've seen Rangers win The title 15, 20 times Yeah But you've never seen them Win a European trophy That To this naive Football fan Who wasn't brought up On this rivalry yeah. Seems like a fairly but, Obvious way to
2: go But you see You come from the Rural communities <laughs> Uh You have to have lived up A close Partick Or In Drumchapel uh, This is What life is all about And If Rangers, to introduce another element to the conversation, if Rangers have been away for 10 years playing in lower leagues uh, then all of this becomes even more important because they've been starved there was no competition between Rangers and Celtic in the the Mark Warburton time or the Pedro Cascinha time or Graham Murphy. Celtic simply walked over Rangers for many years, so now This becomes important once again I'm I'm accepting the generational side of the argument But I think the the years since administration and liquidation Have recreated the hunger For Rangers to be better than Celtic And having beaten Celtic to the league by 25 points The hunger is back with the Celtic fans They've got a real hunger to beat Rangers and yeah. put them back in their place again. Uh, Jim, are the young
1: team looking forward to Braga? Are they going to be heading over?
11: Well, I, I, think, I think one of them is. Well, if he gets time after he's again, there's, there's
2: always so many days he sick. <laughs> oh, yes, and and then appear
1: on my TV. <laughs> uh, sorry, Jim's son and his employer, if you're listening. Jim, it was nice to hear from you. Give us <clears> a call back sometime, will you? Okay, thank you. Good night. Good man. That was Jim in Greenock, which takes us up nicely to time for this. Beat
0: the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The football I'm
1: highly suspicious of last night's Beat the Pundit. Oh, I must admit, it kept me up all night. Gordon DL was out for, for his 60th birthday on Wednesday. He was um worse for wear, shall we say, when he came in here on Thursday. He's usually terrible at beat the pundit, and he was hungover. And he got all six questions right and one I think we need to launch a steward's inquiry Maybe wind back some of the CCTV But anyway, there will be no such problems tonight It's you up against Hugh Keevans Or Simon Donnelly And you need to get your call in by 7 o'clock 01419511025
0: Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here at 01419511025. As you can imagine, lots of reaction to Rangers' progression to the quarter-finals of the Europa League. The draw against uh, Braga, the, the the round after that's even been drawn. We know it would be Atalanta or Leipzig. There's still a big League card To look forward to So maybe some Other fans Maybe you can come out Of the woodwork now 01419511025 Some interesting team news From Ange Postacoglu today Uh, We'll hear that After we do this Eat the pundit
0: With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online uk Slash
1: football Oh there he is There's the text message Suspicious
2: Seriously Says DL <laughs> <the> Yes <laughs> very very seriously Who did Massimo Donati leave To join Celtic? Is he Mulan? he Said right away And I thought Fix I thought we'd
1: have got away with it Because I know he listens On a Wednesday When he's in the bath But I thought a man of his Social Social
3: out and about you know
1: yeah. life would be so activity yeah. activity that's a good way, of putting it would be would be busy on a Friday night. It's just maybe I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's lying low after Wednesday night. Yeah. I must admit, I thought it'd be a great form on Wednesday night though. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, you didn't have to drive form. him home. The Dazzler did well
2: on his dazzling or birthday. Yeah.
1: You didn't have to drive him home. Put a seatbelt on for him. Tell him the time <laughs> about
2: forty-three times between Parkhead and Motherwell. Say if, a good night. If your Lord left Simon. You sit beside James Duffy, teetotaler, and ah, you're no daft. Yeah, and yeah. he always says, "Mister Gibbons up the road." And uh, away we went.
1: Anyway, we will quiz him further on it tomorrow. Tonight's contestant is Chris and Airdrie. How's it going, Chris? Not bad, you? Yeah. yeah, not bad. Thanks. Uh, have you ever played before? Uh, never. No. Okay. Just think, these two are here for the taking.
9: Uh, no, definitely not. I only called up to say Hugh was talking nonsense, and now I'm doing beat the pundits. So.
1: <laughs> well, he sometimes talks nonsense on that as well. Nonsense so he... about what, Chris?
9: Oh, well, I'm Rangers through and through. Followed is absolutely everywhere, and a hundred percent, I would take winning Europa over the league if, I had, if there was a choice over it. Yeah, but you uh,
1: would take you would take the signed super scoreboard ball above the lot of them, wouldn't you? Uh, no. Nah, How old be...
2: are you, Chris? 37 Is he back to the generation no, argument? No, it's not a generation What do you mean? What, what generation's 37? That's young Compared to you That's half my
1: age <laughs> Right, anyway uh, Enough about that We'll get back to arguing with each other As soon as we play Beat the Pundit um, I will toss the coin if it's heads It will be Hugh Evans Who's talking nonsense And if it's tails it will be Simon Donnelly And it is tails I'm afraid No rivalry between Chris and Hugh It will be Simon So let's give him some Clyde 2 to listen to Whoa, that's not right. That gave me Clay two in my year. That's never happened before. Right, okay. I can hear myself think again. Thirty seconds, Chris. Answer as many as you can. And if you don't know, pass quickly and move on, okay? Okay. Right. Thirty seconds on the clock, your time starts now. Who's the only current Celtic player who's also played for St Johnson? Christy. Name any Rangers no, Name any Rangers player who scored against Braga in the Europa League in twenty twenty. Uh, which Motherwell manager last took the club to a domestic cup final? Uh, Name either UK stadium which has a statue of Sir Alex Ferguson.
9: Uh, Man United.
1: Which Scottish Premiership side are the only team to have won their last three league games in a row?
11: Dundee uh, United. Including
1: Rangers, how many teams has Giovanni Van Bronckhurst managed? Two. Okay let's bring ah, Simon back Simon can you hear us? Yes Same yes. set of questions I think they're kind of tough in places You ready? Okay let's, let's go. go Who's the only current Celtic player Who's also played for St. Johnson? Uh, pass Name any Rangers player Who scored against Braga In the Europa League in 2020 uh, Oh Which Motherwell manager Last took the club To a domestic cup final? McLeish. Name either UK stadium which has a statue of Sir Alex Ferguson. Aberdeen. Which Scottish Premiership side are the only side to have won their last three league games in a row? George County. And including Rangers, how many teams has Giovanni Van Bronckhorst managed? Two. Okay. What's the verdict, Chris? You were you were kicking yourself multiple times during that. Uh,
11: well I think it was free Because the Chinese team In and final I uh, see right um, uh, I think f- it might have been Ross County as
8: well
1: Chris was also arguing With himself in the first question He went uh, Ryan Christie Oh no he's left He also didn't play for uh, <laughs> For St oh. Johnson either Anthony Ralston Had a, it. a, a Roulston, wee loan spell yeah, uh, so That's a tough one None of you got that one I, I thought that was tough Especially uh, under the, the clock Name <clears> any <throat> Rangers player Who scored against Braga In the Europa League In 2020 Hadji Which Chris got Aribo or Kent oh. So it is 1-0 To Chris I must admit Oh my My locals Will not be happy with this Which Motherwell manager Last took the club To a domestic cup final You were You were miles off with the cleatian Chris I had own Coyle Even further off Stephen Robinson mm. Twice in one season dear, dear. You probably celebrated Both victories Simon Donnelly I'm surprised <laughs> you can't remember one. Yeah that one um, Okay 1-0 To Chris at this point You both knew Pataudry and Old Trafford have the Sir Alex statues So Chris stays one in front the only, the only Premiership side to have won their last three league games Is Ross County So Simon pulls level And it all comes down to the last question It doesn't really matter, you both got it wrong It is three for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst So we go to a tiebreaker uh, And it's very straightforward I'll read the question, I'll get Simon to write his answer down And I'll then give you the nod Chris to shout out yours okay? Of the 42 SPFL managers How many of them Have been in their Current managerial job For less than a year So of the 42 managers In Scotland How many of them Have been in their Current managerial job For less than a year Simon Donnelly Show me your paper Please Okay Chris what's your verdict 18 18 says Chris 21 says Simon Donnelly (sighs) I'm afraid Chris It's 26 Ah, He's done you On the tiebreaker But listen Hugh was still talking nonsense Wasn't he?
3: Yeah 100%
1: Good man It was nice to hear from you That was Chris and Airdrie On Beat the Pundit Uh, What's that? That is 26
3: I I thought it was high You've dabbled in the the
1: coaching game You knew it would be high But 26 out of 42 Less than a year
2: Astonishing That's incredible maybe we have had this season alone
1: Well, do you know I was actually thinking that today Because I was thinking about the running And how it's You know, really important time of the season I was thinking about the fixtures Tomorrow Jim Goodwin against Sean Maloney yep, Aberdeen yep. against Hibbs Hearts Levy A bit of stability there And then You've got Steven, St. Mirren, Steven, Steven, Robinson. Steven Robinson as well, is it, you know, all, and they're all within like really recent, yeah, recent times. Yeah. Graham Alexander's a new-ish manager. So is Tam
2: Courts. Gary
1: Naismith get emptied this week yeah. at Edinburgh City. So it's um, Ange Postacoglu is in his first season, of course. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is a few months in. So yeah, the top flight as well reflects that. Anyway, I digress. So one four one nine five one one zero two five is the number at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Celtic fans, what are you thinking? Ahead of this weekend I know there's celebrations On the other side of the city Getting through in Europe And looking forward But win tomorrow It's a six point gap Puts a bit of pressure on maybe Let us know how you feel About things at the moment And you might want to give us your thoughts On the team news I've been to a lot of these press conferences Sometimes the team news at the end Is the boring bit It's nothing exciting at all But Ange Postacoglu Has good news for you Celtic fans Jota and Lila Bada are back It was just that one game that they missed and David Turnbull is set to return. He has been out since before Christmas, League Cup Final, if you remember. And the manager thinks he can have a big impact on the title race.
12: Uh, yeah, Jota and uh, Leal are all good. Uh, they've trained uh, a week. Um, Dave Turnbull's available. He's trained uh, last sort of 10 days, so he's available. It was fantastic for us first half of the year, and um, you know, disappointing for him that you know he got a uh, fairly significant injury that uh, has kept him out for a while. But he's he's worked hard in rehab, and uh, I know he's itching to get back out of there. He's been training really well the last sort of seven, ten days, and you know, I just I was, probably went a bit conservative with him. Um, you know, could have maybe thrown him in last week, but. Um, you know, watching him train, he's ready to go. And as you say, I think he'll, uh, you know, he'll be important for us. He uh, he's a quality player. He's a goal threat. You know, he's good on set pieces. And you know, I think he adds something to our um, to our team. Good news for Celtic fans, Simon.
3: Yeah, very positive. Yeah, the three guys you've mentioned there: assists, goals this season. I think Turnbull's on nine before he get injured. Uh, not to mention his assists. Abada and Jota have been two of Celtic's. Main players this, this season So it just makes the squad stronger For the for the running And I'm sure the Celtic fans Will be really pleased to, to hear the news
1: Just feel Hugh Perhaps the Emergence Or, or the signings of Of Hitate and O'Reilly Who did wonderfully well And came in And carried yeah. Celtic into some Big games and some famous results Has that maybe allowed people to, to Forget just how productive David Turnbull was In that first half of the season? Without a doubt
2: Even Furuhashi uh, has faded into the background because he hasn't played in 2022 either, and yet he's still the second top goal scorer yeah. in the in the Premiership. <laughs> astonishing, but no, I don't think in the league. No, it, no, uh, for Celtic. But, it, no, in terms of all competitions, the league, the, the cup Got competitions, you. and in Europe, Furuhashi is still the second top goal scorer. Uh, so, Dave Turnbull, to give him his new name, will be like a new player for. Ange Postacoglu <laughs> At the start of the season Up front you wanted the uh, Jota Abada And Keoglu. Uh And on Monday night At Tanadise You got Forrest Giacomacchus And Maeda So You know th- th- They're getting players back That are very important It deepens the choice For Ange Postacoglu it-, it helps when you can bring on A Turnbull Or A Jota Or an Abada As a sub uh, although I would suspect that if they are both fit And have been training all week They'll surely start tomorrow against Ross County But it's all to the good for Celtic Turnbull, Jota
1: and Abada Back tomorrow for Celtic Dell is a mm. Celtic fan I take it that's good news for you Dell.
13: Hi lads uh, Yes of course uh, How you how doing? Uh, yeah, thank, thank you for through. Um, I through Yeah of course it's good news I mean I just think that the size of your squad this season. My, my point, when I spoke to Ross, the producer, uh, was that uh, a previous Del Boy had phoned up from Edinburgh. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I, I, my nickname is Del Boy. Uh, only I'm <laughs> from the West Coast, <laughs> and, I, and I thought I was living in the Matrix, like a parallel universe, you know. And I had to kind of pinch myself in the car I was driving home and say to myself, "Hold on a minute, uh, you know, he's he's got my point, but he's a Rangers supporter." No, I don't know whether it checks out that that was correct, but. He said he was Rangers supporter and the, and the, he wasn't happy with proceed, uh, proceeding in the the last day of the Euro, uh, Europa League as opposed to winning the league. And that's my complete point. My point is, uh, and I like to ask the panel, you know, did they? Maybe it was just me in the radio and a car and coming in here and putting the radio on in the kitchen, but I didn't hear the fact that it's almost as if the, the Rangers have least reached the last day of the. The cream of Europe Tonight But nobody's mentioned There's another There's another wee trophy That people are playing for With eight other teams in it Now I think it's fantastic That they would that they've carried the, the Scottish coefficient
1: Doesn't sound like you think It's fantastic though No, know, when, no When you set no, it up that
13: way I'm enjoying the coefficient part But I'm thinking Celtic supporters Are bit laughing Seriously because I'm led to believe they play one of the, the, the one of their ties against Braga three days before the semi final right.
1: of
13: the of the Hamden Cup.
1: Mm-hmm.
13: Uh, sorry, the Scottish Cup at Hamden.
1: Yeah. So
13: is, is is that not a big advantage to Celtic? Yep. And if even if they get into the semis, right, which, which you would expect them to do so because they beat Braga, it, it's it's okay. It's just no bad, but it's but it's world. What I'm saying is, winning the league this year, it's a one off. And it has been. Winning the league this year is, is getting 40 million quid. Because there's no qualifying. One team only. One team only qualifies. You don't do six banana skin ties. You go straight into the uh, Champions League playoffs. And it's 40 million guaranteed.
1: Yeah, but I think the point was, Dale, if you win the Europa League, you're in there as well. So it's the same. it would be the same outcome.
13: Yeah, but I'm talking about... Uh,
1: financially no, you still just because it doesn't matter which route you take to qualify the money is if you get into the the Champions League so the point that was getting made was yes the title is crucially important because the winner gets we hope automatic access to the group stages but Rangers would also get that if they won the Europa League that was the point
13: Rangers, after they win the Europa League, will get 8.2 million.
1: Yes, but they'll then get qualification for next season's Champions League group stages. So add that to the 40 million, and actually, you end up with more money than you do if you you do it via the Scottish Premiership.
13: Not if Celtic get 40 million going straight in. 40 million minus 8.2 when I was at school was was, uh, more than.
1: Della, I'll try again. If Celtic win the league, they would get automatic access. To the Champions League And the 40 million You're absolutely correct If Rangers win The Europa League They get the 8 million As you mentioned Plus the 40 million Because they would also Get to the group stages Of the Champions League Next season
13: Okay right Okay, okay. I understand I hear what you're saying Good. But seriously Do you think they're going to win it? I, I, mean, d- I have
1: no idea Hugh It's just that's the way The conversation was going None of us out. are saying Rangers are going to win it Of course we not
2: Dell is praying That Rangers don't win it Dell is also guilty of as all fans are, supposition. He is assuming that because Rangers play a European tie immediately before mm. the Scottish Cup semi-final that they cannot win the semi-final. That's entirely he didn't wrong. Say that. He just said that it gave Celtic an advantage. Well, it's only an advantage if Celtic mm. play well enough on the day to win the match. So we will n- mm. not know that until the yeah. semi-final tie is played. And I, I think Dell overlooks the fact that As Rangers progress and beat Borussia Dortmund and beat Red Star, confidence grows and grows and grows. It's a nonsense to say that Mm. because Rangers are still in Europe, it weakens them for domestic competition. Is it a complete nonsense though? I just wonder, well for instance, let
1: let me put it to you this way, you are Ange Postacoglu, Celtic fans shuddering all (laughs) all across the country, and you get to choose, right? You're going to play this semi-final against Rangers, you get to choose. Rangers are either playing on Thursday or they're not playing on the
2: Thursday What do you choose? Oh yeah You you, you choose that Rangers play And well, lose I think, No but I think That's Del's, that's all Dale's point Is really but, isn't it but, but my uh, The, the counter argument Is Rangers play on the Thursday And win
4: mm-hmm.
2: and The confidence The momentum Yes, okay, yes. No. You, uh, Which is mm. undeniable Yeah f- fair enough I, I think of course
1: It can be spun both ways Simon But I, I don't think It's controversial mm. to say that Celtic would Would rather Rangers played On the Thursday night No?
3: Yeah, I can see it from both sides. It, you could be here talking about this till next week, really.
1: It's because it, there's a lot of guesswork involved. There
3: is. A, I mean, Celtic 2003 lost it. Celtic fans all say obviously the the run to Seville affected them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be interesting to get a player's perspective on that. Me as a player, love playing games, especially when you're winning. If if I'm in that Rangers team at the moment winning You are You're 10 feet tall You're going out to the next game You want Dundee tomorrow The confidence is high But I I do get what Dell's saying about the games coming thick and fast Towards the the end But these are the games that big clubs want to be involved in You want to win win everything
2: I also laugh when Rangers and Celtic fans mention the coefficient They don't mean it It's just a little thing they throw in through gritted teeth (laughs) Uh, Well again Here's something That I'm going to have to Again The
1: naive We Team fan From the the uh, rural communities Without The coefficient We're not talking about Automatic place
2: In the Champions League So you just cannot Be that selective You can't do it Again I applaud (laughs) The undeniable logic Of your argument But when you come into the major conurbations From the rural communities mm. You find that people here Don't care about the coefficient they would rather Every Rangers fan would rather mm. When Celtic are playing in Europe Would rather Celtic lost And every Celtic fan Last night Would have preferred For Red Star to win 4-0 So you're telling me in a shocking revelation that if Celtic
1: win the league We won't get calls from their fans saying I would just like to thank Rangers for helping the coefficient And allowing us this automatic Champions League place.
2: I am telling you that the Rangers fans want Celtic to lose every time they play And the Celtic fans want Rangers to lose every right, time I, they play Domestically and in Europe I, I was joking, I don't exactly expect that to happen either
1: At Dell tomorrow though, Ross County at home Chance to go six points clear and, and maybe put a bit of pressure on to Rangers for Sunday is, is that is that the way you think it can work?
13: No, of course I mean, I mean in more recent weeks the uh, the has has been pumping uh, as soon as we get the first goal the, the, there was a wee bit of uh, butterflies you know before the last couple of games that seems to have been going to calm down as long as we could uh, progress tomorrow then it leaves them again with a uh, they've got they will have a hangover They're going to have a journey back. They're going to have players that, uh, you know, had taken kicks and knocks. And then they're going to have to look at their B team. And they don't have really a B team. Celtic have got a a rotational A team, which is, lads, you were mentioning earlier on the show, and uh, you were up on who was coming back. And it's fantastic. I mean, some of these boys would hold first down. they, They shouldn't be substitutes.
1: But The Rangers don't have that so. I mean, To be fair though I mean it was only It was only last Sunday They went to Den's And they, they played James Sands And they brought Philippe Holander in And they brought Aaron Ramsey in And, and won 3-0 So they, they sort of did this Last week didn't they Same opposition Same place But, but
13: the, the difference is They've got to do it again This week And they've got to do it again With uh, with, with potential uh, You know It's a different game Dundee have played them Celtic are not Really bothered about Rangers' games, Celtic just know that if they can win their own games, but the difference is, all I'm saying there is there is an advantage with Rangers progressing, and progressing for what I noticed there was an argument on Twitter last night about uh, Ryan, Clu- uh, Ryan Kent having so many more knockout goals in the European Cup than any, any, any of the Celtic, uh, where's it going? There's no silverware Right, now you see for all Ryan Kent's knockout goals in, in the Euro, in the Sorry, in the Euro.
1: Dell, I thought you said that you, you, you thought Rangers had done a good job And it was good for the coefficient I feel like all you've done since then is take that back bit by bit The
13: coefficient doesn't, doesn't The coefficient, I'm only on about Celtic's half of the coefficient Or the National squad's half I'm uh, only- I think
1: it's clubs that, that contribute to it anyway Hugh um, the, the, There's a lot of wishful
2: thinking going on Absolutely, Dell is trying his level best Uh, To uh, Put forward a positive case for Celtic Which is perfectly allowable He's a Celtic supporter But uh, I think he overlooks uh, Celtic's poor, poor record In Europe in recent years At the same time as Rangers have made The last 16 three seasons in a row And are now in the last eight And when he says it's a different game Against Dundee on Sunday Yes it's a different game against the same rubbish
1: uh, Thank you oh, That's very harsh I don't like that I think you should Both be them. more polite no, no, uh, Bottom of the league Rubbish Thanks to Dell in Paisley We'll get a full time teaser and more of your calls next
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Hugh Evans and Simon Donnelly are here 0141 951 1025 And we are on Twitter as well, at ClydeSSB. Got a quick teaser for you. Russell and Kilmarnock says, as it's the 10th anniversary of Kilmarnock's League Cup win over Celtic, give Cammie Bell a big kiss for me next time he's in the studio. Uh, I'll leave that to Hugh. I'd like the pundits to name the last seven players from outwith the UK and Ireland to score in a Scottish League Cup final. So can you name the last seven players from outwith the UK and Ireland to score in a Scottish League Cup final?
2: That's a good start Larson it Was a, no. it No The German who scored for Kilmarnock When they beat Celtic in the League Cup final I think he's Belgian But I don't mean Wait. to to split hairs Is he in the list? Yeah There's easier <laughs> ones than that though oh, I can't remember his name for a start So There's a lot easier ones than that um,
1: League Cup finals over the last So who's, who's won most of them? Oh Christopher Julian Yes Was he onside or no, In fact don't let's not <laughs> oh, do that Let's no. not do that again Spent enough time on that one at the time Um, Any more? What about the most recent League Cup final, anyone? Does that come into your thinking at all? Kyogo Yes, Kyogo Scored both, didn't he? Yes Against All Alright, we'll leave it there That's two down and five uh, to get Now before the break we heard from Ange Postacoglu Let's hear a bit more uh, from him He says he's not interested in any potential psychological advantage Of playing the day before Rangers It would of course give Celtic a six-point lead at the top should they win against Ross
12: County tomorrow. I don't look at other fixtures and I don't look at other results. What what concerns me is what we do. Uh, that's what we've done all year and that's what we'll continue to do. Um, uh, what happens at the end of this round um, in terms of the wash-up of points and how the table looks, well, there's only one fixture we can control around that. And that's ours. So if we get our three points and we know where we're going to be, and then it's for the others to, to fight out their points. But, has zero sort of relevance to our mindset and what we're trying to achieve
1: John is a Celtic fan in the East End, what's on your mind tonight John? Hi
14: Gordon, hi Hugh, Simon See um, with regards to Rangers whether whether they win the Europa League or not, that makes no real difference to me, if they win it then they probably deserve to win it, but that's besides the point, the point I was wanting to make was provided Celtic keep winning Celtic will win the league. It's irrelevant what Rangers do. And the longer Rangers stay in Europe, it can only be good for Celtic. Look at look what happened in 2008 when Rangers made Manchester. All the games caught up with them. Celtic won a league at Tanadise. Rangers went to Aberdeen and lost. Um, all these things. So, uh, yes, if, if Rangers weren't only one Europa League, then, like I said, they would probably deserve it because the best team... The team who keeps winning will win it um, But that's Like I said to you I know that guy b- before me I don't really know what point he was trying to make He was just going round and round in circles um, But if Celtic keep winning Then Celtic won
3: the
1: league Simple like as that. Simple as that Hugh I think what is interesting and I get the example because It doesn't guarantee anything What happened in 2003, 2008 Nothing at all. It doesn't guarantee anything But you do look to past experiences It's the only two recent examples we've got And both times The team that went to the European final Did not win the league Again, d- does that make any difference this year? No, no Probably not But who, it's, who it's, the only be... ca- it's
2: the only case we've got to look back on It's the classic argument Between theory and practice In theory Rangers' extra exertions in Europe Could And I underline Could affect them in domestic matches in practice Will that happen? Who knows? Celtic have got to play Ross County tomorrow In theory Celtic at home With better players Than Ross County <coughs> And Jota Abada And David Turnbull All coming back Should beat Ross County In practice Will it be Like the Dundee United game At Celtic Park Where they Needed a goal from Leila Abada In the 94th minute Will it be Like the game Against Dundee Where it was 2-2 And uh, Giacomacchus Had to pull Celtic out of the fire With four minutes to go It's the difference between theory and practice No one can tell Anybody What will categorically Take place in the remaining Eight league matches I saw Mikel Arteta for
1: instance moaning about fixture congestion Today Mm. Simon Generally Mm. managers Don't love it when when Mm. they've got loads of games But is it do you just simply have to look at it from that psychological boost that you you suggested earlier that it can provide? You know,
3: yeah, I think, yeah. I think he was he was talking that about winning feeling English field. Premiership and, yeah, yeah. and the, the fixer like, It's different. not, yeah, it's a wee bit different. This stage, the reason the games are congested and coming thick and fast is both teams are having success. They're both in the semi final of the Scottish mm. Cup. Rangers are now in the quarter final of the Europa League. They're both. Neck and neck Albeit Celtic have got the three points difference at the top of the table They've still to play each other twice <clears throat> It's the business end, I keep saying it And as Hugh quite rightly says Theory, yep yeah, If we can choose football You'd win your cup in every in Theory, it doesn't work out like that I was at the Celtic-Dundee game It was a last gasp goal Because Dundee popped up with two set plays there's no rhyme or reason. Rangers go to Germany and win, come back and drop points at Tannadice. I think they they come back last week from Belgrade. They won at Dundee. It's who gets the job done. It's who keeps a nerve with eight, nine, ten games left. That's that's what it boils down to.
1: John, the manager's not interested in psychological advantages of playing first and, and getting points on the board. I think. That's his style Fans are allowed to be Do do you buy into that? Is it important Celtic Go and lay down Some sort of Marker tomorrow And ask Rangers To do the job on Sunday?
14: Aye well Like Hugh says difference between Theory and practical Theory Aye Celtic win In the morning And Open up a 6 point lead And then Rangers trap points At Dundee Obviously That's not going to happen Because according to Hugh they're running But like I said you just don't know how things are going to pan out one week Celtic are play first next week Rangers play first um, it makes no difference to me Celtic are in a good place right now we're getting the players back yes by all means I would love to see Kyogre coming back um, who knows when that's going to happen if it even does happen before the season finishes. but yes Celtic are in a good place and like I say, it doesn't matter who plays first Celtic keep winning Celtic will
1: win the league Yeah I did notice some sort of uh, Grainy image of Kyogo In the background of another picture. Hugh uh, On the training field And the the Hawkeyes on Twitter Managed to spot it yesterday So he's there and thereabouts What that means for first team I'm not
2: entirely uh, sure To use the modern day expression He's back on the grass And uh, that uh, Is an encouraging start For Celtic For Ange-Poster Coglu For the fans for me, the importance of the Ross County game I, I I do not believe that Rangers will drop anything at the end I, I simply do not believe it And I'll be here on Monday night For those who then can come back and say Ooh, how smart are you? But the importance of the Celtic-Ross County game for me Is that Celtic go to Ibrox No worse off than three points ahead of Rangers With a vastly <laughs> superior goal difference Were they to lose anything at home tomorrow, it it is deflating before they go to Ibrooks. If they win the match tomorrow, have a good performance, it is inspiring before Mm. they go to Ibrooks. That's the importance of it. You do end up going round in
1: circles to an extent because I'm sure there will be Rangers fans shouting at the radio saying, Well, if Rangers win all their games, We'll yeah. win the league. Simple. So yeah. that's uh, w- when there's only three points between them. That that tends to be the way uh, it works out. Thank you to John. Let's bring in William uh, from Ayrshire and see what's on his mind tonight. William.
9: Hello, uh, Gordon, Hugh, and Simon. Hello. Uh, mm. uh, you know I've been on a few times, right? I've been struggling with the Covid the last few days, right? But that that Celtic fan really cheered me up there uh, two calls ago. Mm. My God, I tell you what, Gordon, you're to commend. You did your show, bro. You were stringing them, stringing them, and Hugh was coming in with the counter punch. What is he talking about You know what I mean Rangers have not got A B team Rangers have got The biggest squad In Scotland And that's fact You know what I mean Sure, is, sure is alluded to Right uh, We made changes or the, As it was yourself it made, We made changes At Dundee In the Scottish Cup We made hundreds of changes You know what I mean And, uh, and sure is right Rangers want uh, Celtic to get gubbed And Celtic <laughs> want Rangers to get gubbed It's that's a technical fact.
2: term here Yeah 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 But <laughs> um, It's one I, I Instantly understand Uh, We haven't played any of the three Celtic Rangers and Rangers Celtic games yet So this April's going to be lively isn't it This has got to be cranked up (laughs) by a considerable amount Uh, We're we're arguing away here and they've still got three games to play against each other Uh, So this is why this program exists This is why people marvel at Scottish football and the intensity of the rivalry This is great fun I've got this mad idea Simon That maybe, right, just maybe Now bear with
1: me here <clears throat> They're both actually quite good They've both actually get decent strength and depth And they're both having pretty good seasons so far And clearly both could end up winning the title But we don't do that do we? There has to be holes picked in the other one And... and- I get it. I, I get it. it. It makes it's, the city go round,
3: but it's the nature of the the rivalry. But I would agree with you, as William says. There, I think Rangers. I think over the last couple of seasons, we've, we've spoke about the strength and depth. They almost two players for each. I think that was a a, a decent job with Gerard. That was his uh, job to come in and get that depth there for Europe, and and they went on to win the league last year. I think the good thing from Celtic's point of view is. You look at their squad now, and it's so much stronger than it was at the start of the season. So much. I mean, he's, he's brought the three boys in at the turn of the year from Japan. Uh, O'Reilly's came in. You look at the boys that are coming back. So, yeah, time will tell who's got the strongest squad at mm. eight or nine, ten games from now. But I would say they're, they're, they're pretty equal. They're pretty equal. There's not a lot in it. I said a few weeks back it would boil down to the games between each other. I don't know if I'm going against that now Because of the nerves that kick in And everything that comes with it. No game's going to be simple But Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see I think, I think there's not much between the, the two squads just now Maybe we've
1: been Brainwashed a little bit by recent seasons Hugh Because We've not had anything like a title race Celtic uh-huh. were by a mile The best team in the country yeah. For a number of years And last season Rangers were by a mile The best team in the country It might actually be Strap yourselves in that one of them is just ever so slightly marginally better this season and wins it by, yeah. by a nose. Well, Sorry if Gordon Deal still listening. We've,
2: we've but, gone, we've gone <laughs> retro. You know, the Celtic won twelve trophies in a row, uh, the quadruple treble. Uh, then Rangers had their memorable season and won the league by twenty five points. So we've gone retro. We've gone back to the way it used to be. Uh, where you could have A very strong Celtic One season Very strong Rangers The next season We're going back to that And we have a That
3: has its effect as well Hugh Yeah seeing the, the teams That must have the effect Because The comfort of The gap last year I'm speaking from experience When you're You're playing up there And you're trying to win a title And somebody, you're either Chasing somebody By a couple of points mm-hmm. Or they're breathing down your neck It's a different yeah. Different pressure you getting past Braga William?
9: Uh, well it's Good draw We've beat them before Gordon you know So aye, I'm not going to state We're going to We're going to be stuck. Every team in the last day Is a, a difficult game Gordon you know So It'll be pretty difficult But uh, Quietly
1: confident yeah Well lots to look forward to It's going to be quite the few weeks What about you two Not looking forward Looking back to the last Seven players from out with the UK and Ireland To score in a League Cup final You've got Kyogo And Julian Tommy Rogic Yes Celtic Aberdeen 2016-17 Martin Boyle no. Edward. No. the Billy. Yes. I was gonna say the other <laughs> it <one> uh, French <laughs> striker. Alright, you've got three to get, we'll get them next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 141 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Simon Donnelly and Hugh Evans are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, which means there's still time to get the weekend's talking points across and time hopefully. For you two to get the answers to this teaser Thanks again to Russell Inkel Marnock time At Clyde1.com Is the address And he came up With this question The 10th anniversary Of Kelly's League Cup Win over Celtic Give Cami Bell A kiss from me He says uh, I'd like the pundits To name the last Seven players From out with The UK and Ireland To score In a Scottish League Cup final So you've got Kyogo You've got Julian You've got Dembele Who did it twice By the way He even puts V Motherwell Brackets Sorry Gordon It's a well Researched question This Tom Rogic Three to get under the three hardest by a mile.
2: Well, the Kilmarmic goal scorer I mean, uh,
3: I've got, a, I think, St Mirren player. Go on, then. See, he's got his the Kilmarmock
2: one,
1: but doesn't know his name. One. You've got the St Mirren one, but doesn't know his name. It's, it's problematic. Know, it's for a real, it's a, real. It's a drawback. Really quick. St. St Mirren
3: played on the wide. I can almost picture the goal, but mm-hmm. I cannot get his name.
1: Yeah, I feel for you because you've definitely got the right guy, and you obviously know the Killy one. Belgian, he is Belgian It's like Oh, that's That's the, the Southampton manager <laughs> He is German um, I really don't know how to it's, a, it's got a van in the middle If that's any use to you Vanhausen <laughs> <laughs> No, he's the miles off So this is going to go uh, I don't really know how to describe it <clears throat> What about the third one? See if we can at least identify the third team Remember because we've had We had a little spell of So called smaller teams Winning Uh, some competitions No So around the same time That Inverness won the Scottish Cup Cross
2: County Jim McIntyre Yes uh, Beat
1: Hibbs in the final
2: And um, they also had
1: one There so Well I'll give you some Thinking time between now and the end of the show We would make no apologies for tonight Mostly being about Europe and, yeah. and so on And then Celtic's part in the title race <laughs> uh, Tomorrow that's par for the course On nights like this Hugh But I must say I feel like we could extend the show Because we've got a fantastic uh, league campaign To look forward to tomorrow In fact in the championship it started tonight We've got Dunfermline against Morton Which is a big game for both well, But the well, pars in particular
2: One of, Well it's top v bottom uh, and you'd have to go with top I think But uh, The one that fascinates me What's top tomorrow... V bottom? that versus Dunferman Yeah but it's Morton Versus Dunferman well, that's a real drawback. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be so confused there. I was like,
1: right, what? The, the anyway, anyway back to Aberdeen yeah, again. It's, it's actually on TV in front of you, though, which is I know, more to the
2: bigger screen. You see, I've, I've been taken up with trying to explain old firm life to people from the rural communities. <laughs> um, yeah, Aberdeen Hibs fascinates me. Um, Jim Goodwin uh, looking for a good result in front of the Pataudry crowd that knows he's not that far off top six although it looks bad at the moment. Uh, and then there is Elias Merkelson who uh was terrific uh against um last weekend's opposition who were motherwell. And uh you know he scored two terrific goals and to me, Simon that you're a goal scorer yourself in your day he looks a talent this kid. Yeah, took took his
3: goals really well last week and I think that's Hips needs somebody. You know, uh, Nisbet's out now And the huge loss of Boyle at the, at the turn of the year I think he was The two of them but the, the go-to guys for the goals And the assists Boyle's pace So they need somebody like that I'm just looking at the table now though, From Hibbs down to Aberdeen Five points yeah. Five points Everything yeah. to play for there Aberdeen not being in the top six Would be a disaster for them So yeah, big games coming up uh, Right throughout the table But that's you Throw a blanket over the from fourth down to tenth.
1: It's hard to even come up with permutations because for that middle section, because you've got a scenario where St. Mirren and Dundee United can't both win because they're playing against each other, but but they're in that mix. Um, Motherwell are in there as well. Um, You know, all on those three, all on the same points. Yeah, they are. They're all on 36 points. Um, It's it's incredibly tight. What we do know then, Hugh, is maybe. A big game Well certainly a big game Sorry for St Johnstone Without Callum Davidson yeah. He's He's got Covid After the, the success of last season Everyone knows Their plight this year Second bottom Probably can't even pull in Aberdeen really For, for oh. most people is it, is it about just A home game against Motherwell They've not been in good form this year Are they just trying to get that Playoff spot And yeah. take it from
2: there Yeah I mean, I mean They will suspect The St Johnston Management And the players will suspect that Dundee will get nothing out of Rangers on Sunday. Uh, So you've got to keep putting daylight between yourselves and Dundee and trust in your ability to win the playoff final uh, against whoever it may be from the Championship. So a home win for St. Johnston tomorrow would be a great pick-me-up for Callum Davidson and it's uh, Stephen McLean who will be in charge of the St. Johnston side and Who has a great scoring record As a
1: player against Motherwell I don't know if that counts for anything When you get into the dugout But it just feels like
2: uh, He was one of those guys That always And we we go back to it You know I think in terms of league points Correct me if I'm wrong But Motherwell Five points from the last 30 Mm. In the league Yeah And a cup exit So so, You know You can't go on It can't be Five from 33 And 5 From 36 You've, you've got to well, Turn the corner but you just Certainly won't finish In the top 6 Correct That would be an absolute they, they, Guarantee they, They've got to Turn the corner So that's another Intriguing one mm. tomorrow um, Producer Callum's Feeling
1: very left out St Mirren Dundee United There's some sort of Small anniversary Wanted me to mention What yeah. was it again 35 30 years 50, yeah.
3: 35 Is that Is that a, It's got to be Listen yeah. They beat uh, Barcelona. Home oh, and it's away.
1: wonderful! I just don't know. Thirty-five.
2: It just doesn't have a, a great ring to it. Well, what didn't have a great ring to it was Simon. Donnelly I'm just winding. to me during the break. I was 12 then, <laughs> and I said, "Oh, really? I remember it
1: well." So was oh, it really? they beat, beat it Barcelona well. 35 years ago today? Barcelona home and away. Yeah, but I think their away leg was. Is the away leg today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, 35 so years
2: leg, ago. So John I,
3: Clark and I, Ian Ferguson.
2: Yeah. I believe. I, I I was 37 then, and Donnelly was
1: 12 you what, There's a bit of a Super scoreboard derby Tomorrow Andy Halliday Against Marvin Bartley Yeah Hearts against Livy Halliday if he plays that Well he plays everywhere At the moment Jack of all trades And you know the rest If he plays in that Left back role Right in front of the dugout Maybe Bartley giving him A bit We might never be able To have them in On the same show
2: again Well We'll see you All about Andy On uh, Monday night Uh, But Livy Struggling with injury At the minute Uh but they always make life difficult uh, You know Described to me by One Hearts player As a horrible team To play against Did I, you
1: just say Livia's struggling at the moment Just because they lost against Celtic No, no, no Injury Injury wise Oh I'm sorry
2: uh, Bruce Anderson Anderson yeah. is uh, uh, Unlikely to play And they've got one or two other problems Hearts Magnificent against St Mirren in the cup Last Saturday night And they want to pick up Where they left off there uh, So I'm, I'm going to do Marvin a favour I'm going to tip hearts. Marvin loves it When I make a prediction Because he then knows What happens exactly. next uh, Right let's finish off This teaser We're looking for
1: Three more Of the last seven players From out with the UK Or Ireland To score in the League Cup final You've got Rogic Dembele Julian and Kyogo So basically you've got The four easy ones yeah. And the three difficult ones Still to go Have you got your man yet From St Mirren
3: Goncalves yes ah, eventually well speed merchant
1: the penny has dropped Ismail Goncalves ok 2 to get are we stuck the Belgian boy from Kilmarnock with Van <laughs> in the middle of his name Van Morrison <laughs> <laughs> there's no other way I can what describe nationa- this to you
3: what nationality is the Ross County
1: I think he's Dutch
3: Dutch
4: oh. do
1: you remember so remember that Ross County team like so sort of Liam Boyce um, would be like the main goal getter this guy was a a decent backup to that. Can kind I of played off the side, but attacking sense. No. I think he scored against Celtic in the semi that year. Anyway, I might need to put you your misery, Alex Schalk. Oh, remember him? Yeah. No, I never a What time would we have to extend the show to for you to get this Kelly one? Do you think? I'll see if George minds. Give him, give him another Christmas. guess.
3: Another guess. Another van. DVT
1: is is initials. I'm not talking about some illness here. D.V.T. Dieter van Tornhout. No, no, no chance. chance.
3: Absolutely. No chance here.
1: No chance. There we go. Good question, Russell. Thank you for sending it. It's actually Callum <laughs> Gallagher that's up next. Yeah, no, it is George. I don't know. My bit of paper's misleading me. George is up next. We are back boom, boom. at two o'clock tomorrow.